Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. Okay, so this is uh, the episode about The Crucible, um, which is a 1996 film. Um, But before I introduce the film, we have special guests today. Mm -hmm. So uh, with us, all the way from New Jersey, uh, is Joey Lewandowski, the founder of Cage Club Podcast Network. Hello, hello. I'm in Canada. Yep. Uh, Along with him is our other guest, Samantha Singleton. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi. Welcome. So just before we, uh, okay, I guess I'll introduce the movie, and then we can talk about our Canadian accents. <laughs> um, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, The Crucible is another film with um, Daniel Day-Lewis, which we were... Love him. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, which Rec and I were dreading, because we don't like it. <laughs> so we'll have a whole oh, conversation no. about this. Um and yeah, it's about basically it's about the Salem witch trials. It's sort of like based on that. Uh, it's a Arthur Miller play from the fifties that apparently was adapted into a movie in like fifty seven by Jean Paul Sartre, and then adapted into this nineteen ninety six film by Arthur Miller himself. Which really surprised me a lot. That I was like, I didn't know he was still alive. Yeah. Uh, is he still alive now? No. He, he died. He died. <laughs> okay. I think he died, died quick. Well, I don't know. Quickly. I, I, I quickly after the movie came out. <laughs> that sounds this like as a reaction. Yeah. yeah, is that a judgment? <laughs> movie. <laughs> that's it's like, oh, that's what so how he done? felt about the film. It killed him. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, welcome to Toronto. Well, thank you so is much. Is this your first time? It is my. It's my first time. It's not Samantha's first time, but it's my first time. No. It's my first time in Canada past Niagara Falls. So Whoa. okay. So Canada you just like went to the to falls. Slightly more barely Canada, but yes, yeah. Did you check out the CN Tower? Uh, we've seen it from seen afar. It? We saw it lit up last night. Because mm-hmm. Lindsay taught us, you know, if you need to figure out where to go downtown, just look for the CN Tower yeah. and yeah. walk toward it. It's like your own compass. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, so Rekka was asking before we started rolling if you can hear our accents. Your specifically or just Canada's accents? I don't know. Do you think that we have Canadian accents? I think Lindsay says... Uh, I So I'm more familiar with Lindsay because she's been, I've spoken to her on our podcast before. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I know you from hearing this podcast. I know that Lindsay says a boot sometimes. Oh, about. I also don't know if it's a Canadian thing or not, but I know that you say Keanu instead of Ke- like we that we down south say Keanu. I don't How know do you say it? I say Keanu. I, I just say I don't know. Oh, so that's just a Lindsay thing. It's okay. just a me Ke- thing. Keanu? I say I Keanu. I can oh. detect the accent a little bit, but I think it's more of just like a gentle lilt. Okay. It's not like. Nice. I think the last it's one, I good. said A for sure. Oh, you did. I ate it. Like, you ate what do you think, A? Eh? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I can you, A a lot. Can you detect yeah. our accents? I think so, yeah. No, I got nothing. No, Is it like a very nothing? Jersey? I don't even know. Like, it's just. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee <laughs> Is that actually talk. how you say it? Or do you Her legs are that? like butter. Is that. <laughs> That's pretty that's much 100% accurate. That's how I, I'm trying to like tamp it down right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't pinpoint what it is, but I can, you know, I just 
I guess we're used to hearing American voices, but we can definitely hear a difference, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Plus, yeah. you're just, you said to me before we started recording that you're familiar with me by my voice. So it's weird to hear my coming out voice of your in actual your head, face. Actually yeah. Voice face. Cool. Well, we're here to talk about The Crucible. So, had you guys seen the movie before? Or did you watch it just for this? I think I'd seen it because I read it in school. And as it mm. went on, I was like, oh no, I think I've seen this because. Okay. I knew the story, but I also felt like as time went on, I was like, oh, no, I think I've seen this. And I just don't know. Like, I don't think this is a movie that's just like on TV a bunch. So I don't think I just stumbled upon it. I think I probably watched it in school, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I definitely read this in eighth grade in English class. And then they like wheeled in the TV and wow. we watched the this movie. Huh. Oh, yeah. That's how you do it in school. Yeah. Wheel and I in think the TV. our we teacher would pause it every once in a while to criticize this movie. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Running commentary. So you had a feeling about it already then based on the criticism from the teacher? I had a teacher. positive feeling okay. about this movie. I don't know about the second viewing, but... Right. Yeah. And Rekka, you'd seen it. Yeah, bunch, actually, right? um, I was going to take a picture of my ticket stub because I've saved like all my movie ticket stubs since 1996, actually. So Perfect. I have the Crucible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ticket stub. But anyway, it's just in a album somewhere cool. where I keep all my ticket stubs. But yes. Well, you should so, take a picture of it and post and it. And I have like a <laughs> pirated copy, a VHS Ooh. copy of the Crucible. Sweet. I mean, is that how you watched it? It's not really part. Uh, no, I, I found a stream because okay. yeah. my VCR plays radio sounds. Right. So that's right right. Now, so. <laughs> that's I remember that. I do want to say, though, that going into this movie, because of your conversation on the Age of Innocence, because you played that, let's turn Martin Scorsese movies into musicals. Like, right. You know, the gangs of New York, the musical. We are the gangs of New York. <laughs> In my brain, I was like, oh, The Crucible's a musical. And then it wasn't. Uh, I was like, oh, no. Crucible the musical. Sounds like that it should be done. Be. Yeah. That could be done. For I want to sure. see that. I mean, right now, what? Goody We've got... Proctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best name to sing. Right now, there's Heather's the Musical and there's a Beetlejuice musical oh, yeah. in the works. So I feel like it only makes sense that we should just turn all of Winona's movies into musicals. That's what you guys should do after you finish this podcast, after yeah. you watch all of our movies, start from episodes. the beginning and then yeah. just write from scratch musicals for them. each movie. Yeah. I mean, New career. that's a great idea. The and musical podcast really, episode. Maybe it was my career is destined all you to be become... one to take off. And if one takes off, it pays for the whole endeavor. You know what I mean? Like the radio you plays. To, you have to write 50 musicals, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to write 50 musicals. No and all you need is one to work. And then I feel people like, what would else do you have? Very you good like, at this. I have another 49 musicals. Are you ready for Stranger Things, the musical? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I'm the so world ready is ready for that. For that. Yeah. <laughs> Upside down. Upside down. Boy, turn me. Yeah, exactly. Where's Barb? Where's Barb? <laughs> oh, yeah, the justice for Barb is like a real power ballad. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, um, yeah this is a great idea. Um, <laughs> I had never seen The Crucible before. This was my first time. Had you read it? Nope. This is the, I mean, I feel like I'm a, I, I'm coming across as a not well-read person because I'd never read Little Women, but I don't know. I just, I this, think I was uninterested in The Crucible. Like you guys read it in school, so maybe it was like part of the curriculum. It wasn't part not of Not for us, yeah. Any, no. Yeah. So. Well, we're a lot closer to Salem than you are, I think. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We had to, we had to learn about this. It was right. so, it's so important. It's part of our history. Right. Yes. 
I mean, it was depressingly comparable to more current things that are happening in politics right now, which I guess we'll get into once we talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. what happens. So, yeah. Okay. So what happens is that Winona is living, I guess, so it's in Salem. Is it in Salem? Is that yeah. what's supposed to be happening? Yeah. So she's living what? With her uncle or something? Is he? Yes. It's unclear what he is. He's related. He he's related. Okay, it's our uncle then. Yeah, because he's. I think he, he, she refer. He's referred to as uh, the niece. She's referred to as the niece. Yeah, or something. And the mom is tragically murdered. Her parents were yeah. killed, apparently by. By what? Oh, she said natives. Yeah, she said natives. Right. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, it starts out with her and a group of, like, teen girls. I think she's supposed... I can't tell if she's supposed to be a teen. At some point, somebody says she's not a teen, like Daniel Day-Lewis yeah. or something. So maybe she's, like, in her 20s But he's or also got a history with her. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly. So maybe he says she's not a teen because, like, of what she... Her right, skill level. She's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> her skill level. Exactly. She's... Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, her and a bunch of young girls are, like, dancing in the woods around, like, a cauldron, kind of. I don't know. And then somebody throws a frog in it, and then she, like, brings out a chicken or rooster or something. And yeah. then, like, kicks it into the ground yeah. and, like, smears the blood on her face. But it seems like they're all just kind of trying to, like, cast some kind of spell to, like, make guys like them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like... A really weird sleepover. Yeah, like, like a like modern, exactly. like an old timey version of girl talk. Really, like I don't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was yeah. the original girl talk. Just <laughs> and the it's like it seems like all these girls are like either kids in the town or like maids or something. Because I feel I feel like Winona was a maid. And yeah. Well, she, I think she was the maid for Daniel Day Lewis's like family, and that's why they had the affair. And then once that right. sort of got out of hand, they're like, "You got to get out of here." And yeah, she still had feelings for him because I mean, right. how can you not? The way that he, you know, chaffs that wheat or whatever he's doing with that yeah. site. Mm. Like, that is the first oh thing boy. you see of him. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. So then Daniel Day-Lewis has to come to town, I guess, because of the fact that there's a bunch of girls who can't wake up who it's unclear. Like, are they just faking or are they just like acting like they can't wake up because they're traumatized by the like dancing in the woods or the fact that they were caught in the woods. Yeah. Like half of them had panic attacks and they just, you know, couldn't move. And we've seen that, but like, yeah, they didn't know what it was. They were just like, Oh, the devil. Yeah. That rascal. Yeah. Always the devil. Um, and then they call Daniel Delos because I guess he's an expert in these things. <laughs> they call him into town to be like, check this out. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as some like other out of town priests come into town. But then that's when you get the sense of what's happening between him and Winona. And Winona's like begging him to stay with her. And he's like, nah, I got a wife. Mm-hmm. Gotta go back to my wife. And then it all falls apart. For everybody. For everybody. For everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess the girls are being accused of being witches. So then they start being like, no, we're seeing demons or like the devil or a variety of visions. And then they just start calling out other people as witches. Yeah. They start Um, accusing people of like doing evil deeds under the devil's bidding or whatever. Yeah. So that they just pick on people that they don't like in general, that Mm -hmm. they wanted. They have like some sort of, you know, hate for grudge, grudge against. Yeah. Even if they're like small things, I feel like it's not a lot of 
major yeah, this guy, problems that people well, have with these It got stable. to the point where the guy... Whoa. <laughs> Very <laughs> impassioned. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff I'm glad I'm here in person for. I, if, I was just, if I was just listening, I would have been like, what just happened? If this was Salem Times, we would be like, which? Exactly. <laughs> which? This is, that was my any, point. Any little thing that goes awry. Mm-hmm. Witchcraft. Yeah. The devil possessed Rekka's hand to, Basically. to soar up in the air and punch a lamp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the old man who lifted his cane and the fire went up at the same time. Yeah. They were like, definitely. Definitely the devil. They're like, he's yeah. got the devil in him. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of stuff. I love that one character, really the old guy who was basically like a really good slip and fall uh, artist. Yeah. Like he was like, yeah, I've been to court so many times. And he was just using us as another excuse to go to court, basically. Um, yeah, I just thought he was like a modern day, like, slip and fall. Wait, do you have, like, is Canada very litigious? Like, do you sue a lot? I think this might be no. an American thing. No, I don't think we can. I think no, we, we can't do it. Court system. We can't do it. Oh, love it. <laughs> Gotta get that money, baby. <laughs> yeah, in, an, in the United States, there's, like, a lot of lawyers who basically just try to find any old reason to go to court. Right. Mm. I mean, basically, like, Better Call Saul is essentially all about that, right, in, a, yeah, in yeah. a way. Right. That scam of the law. I feel like we get Buffalo commercials for, like... Wait, what? For... What do you mean? Oh, you mean commercials from the town of from Buffalo? Yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, like, four buffaloes. No, but, yeah. like, no, not the commercials animals. from <laughs> Buffalo that are, like, lawyers. Have you been stampeded by a herd of buffalo? Yeah, yeah like, exactly. what, are the, what, are the, what are those two, like, Yeah, guys? those two guys. Uh, it's always two guys. Shapiro. Shapiro and Shapiro. No, but there's others. Is that... There's there's two that that's all I got to. This is gonna bother me. I'll text Matt and then he can tell me who they were. But anyways, yeah, there was two dudes <laughs> that we would always see their commercials. Anyway, hurt in a car, call something in Matar. Anyways, that oh yeah, that's a that's a yeah. so annoying. One. Anyways, um, okay, so yeah. I don't know. It's like super depressing because it's a mixture of like, who's at fault here? I feel like it's really the church and like the church is kind of running the court, I feel. Yeah. Because I guess the guys that are the like main uh, judges are priests. We need a separation of church and state. Yeah. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, But they're all like... You know, basically like, okay, if you tell me that you're lying and that all these people didn't yeah. do it, then we're going to kill you. If you <laughs> if so, you yeah. tell me that like all these people are evil, then we're going to kill them. Like, it's like, why would she tell you the truth? Yeah. If that's what your options are. The lie so they could live. Or, yeah. Yeah. And the strangest thing is like, even though they have to lie to live... Like, these guys in power kind of also know that they're lying and they're sort of making them dance in a way. Because at the end, you know, they come out from their um, holding cell or whatever and they, you know, the men in power basically say, hey, just, you know, lie for us and we'll just make this all go away. So it's it's all a bunch of just like power dynamics. And that's when Dan J. Lewis is like, it is my name. Yeah, cannot lie. That is my name. I know that felt like such a like tagline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, put that on a t-shirt. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's like this Braveheart moment. Like, 
you know, I am William Wallace. It totally was. It's like, okay. Yeah, there was some <laughs> there were some scenes where I was like, okay, I'm liking Daniel Day Lewis in this, and then there was moments where like that type of thing happened. And I was like, okay, like come on. I had to look on IMDb because I was like, has he only been in period pieces? And it turns out that know, no, right? he's been in a bunch of modern day stuff. I've just not seen any of that. Like what? Like what? I don't remember. The movies that I haven't seen. Right. I think that movie nine was about like a fashion designer of sort of set oh. in modern day. But like, you know, Phantom Thread is old and Lincoln is old and Gangs in New York is old and this is old. And it's just like all these things that I've seen him in that I think Mm -hmm. he's most known for have happened in the past. Right. My left foot might be modern day. I also don't know what that's about. So I don't know. My beautiful laundrette was modern at the time, wasn't it? I think. I have no idea. But he does look like a natural, like in the 1600s with that scythe and the, the, like he just looks like he belongs 400 years ago. Yeah. True. No, he's good at period pieces. The end. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know. We don't. We don't love Daniel Day Lewis. Uh, um, the grossest. One of the grossest scenes in the movie was when he kisses um, Joan Allen. Oh. And he at the like at the end, and he's all like snotty and filthy, and they just and I just like I was like oh god, he was just spitting everywhere. And <laughs> I don't know. It was so gross to me. <laughs> You know, I made a note of Joan Allen because, yeah. you know, she's always married to difficult men in movies. Right. If we want to talk about Face Off for another half an hour yeah, right here. You I, know. I was, I knew Face Off would come up. Uh-huh. <laughs> when she showed up on screen, I was like, oh, Samantha, we have things to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Joey was like, this is my Nicholas Cage segue, by the way. Because <laughs> Lindsay's yeah. the one who brings it up on every episode. But yeah. now I'm here. So uh-huh. like, uh-huh. the burden uh-huh. has fallen on me. <laughs> To talk about face off. Yep. Well, I mean, whatever. She's she's good in face off. <laughs> and I liked her in this too, which I like at first, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be on Winona's side in this. It doesn't last long. No, yeah. I, but I like I loved her at the beginning. I loved that like dance in the woods and her smearing blood on her face. I was like, this is gonna be cool. She I'm gonna is like this. Into it. She's yeah. so she's, into it. It's everything. I think yeah. her eyes and like <laughs> So she's such an intense actor, I think. Yeah. And her eyes are incredible. Yeah. I think there needs to be like a scale of intensity for her eyes. <laughs> like Ooh. 10 is Stranger Things, where she's like, where's my son? Yeah. Eight is, eight is this movie. <laughs> Five is maybe when she's Lydia Dietz finding out there's ghosts. And then it goes down from there. But I don't know enough of her like more chill movies. Right. Or maybe a 10 is like, remember that uh, award show where she was making the faces behind? Ah, yeah. That might yeah, be 10. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The award show. That's, close that's, to a that's 10. the 10. <laughs> that's the 10. The, yeah. the Oscars. Yeah. That might be an 11. Wasn't the Oscars. No, sorry, the Golden Globes. Things. The yeah, Golden Globes, yeah, yeah. Globes and her face. Yeah. Yeah. That face. Her face. Oh, man. Because she People is... have asked me, when are you going to talk about that face? I'm like, I guess when we get to Stranger Things. Have you seen the meme? Oh, yes. Yeah, there's like math equations. Yeah, math. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen one with like a pizza flying around. There's, her there's so many. Her. There's so there's many. So many. Yeah. <sighs> what I think is really, like, she is so into this movie and into like the, like, she, I think she, She's into the witch stuff because she wants boys, I guess. And then once she, she realizes, wants boy. yeah, I, I, who knows why she wants boys. She, she wants, wants to curse. No, she, she wants revenge. Revenge on yeah. like she hates yeah. Joan Allen, man. What's she her does. name? Goody is it Goody, Goody Proctor? She's Goody right? Proctor. Yeah, yeah, I think Goody Proctor. I'm checking the. Well, his name's John Proctor. Oh yeah, yes. so she's Goody. And then as the court case mm. goes on, oh, she's Elizabeth Proctor. Is that is Goody short for Elizabeth? I think it's somehow? both. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get the goody thing. I don't it's like either. one of those New England nicknames. Like how yeah, like, like rich women are named nicknamed Muffy. 
It's the same thing. Probably. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, you know how like rich people they have like really cutesy names like Baby or Muffy. There's, no? a good, there's somebody named Goody Am I Osborne. The only one? Goody Good. I think Holy. You're the only one. There's a lot of I, people I, named Goody. There's Goody kind of, Osborne and know. Goody Good. Somebody's name is Goody Good. Oh, Sarah Good. <laughs> She's Goody Good. That's insane. So why were people called Goody? Maybe Goody is like a, a nick, not nickname. a nickname, but like yeah. you know, like a, a ma'am or a miss or yeah, a, like yeah. to say that they're married or something. I guess if they're not married, are they baddie? They're Goody Sibber. There's just another Goody. Nothing. Goody just Barrow. Nothing. Goody Bellows. Holy crap! <laughs> it's got to be a, a like a, a noun. Yeah, a noun it's got to be something. Like a pronoun. Too bad. But Too bad the, I didn't research. As the, the court case goes on, like Winona gets so into like the whole like the hysterics of it all, and, like the theatrics of it all. Yes. And she's just crazy. But what I think is really interesting about the movie is that it goes from being her movie, and then like two thirds of the way through. It's not her movie anymore. No, then it becomes yeah. Andy Lewis's movie. Totally. And it's just about how this is affecting him, mm-hmm. which it sort of happens suddenly. Like, it's just like, oh, she's kind of not in it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when she is in it, it's now not about her. It's about him and how what she's doing is ruining his life. Right. Yeah. It twists. <laughs> Allergies. Allergies. Um, yeah, it does that, and and you and you like move with it too. It's like you're kind of I don't know I don't know how long everybody's on Winona's side in this because it's fairly easy to like move away. But like I try I stuck with her for a while, like especially when the town is being like, oh my gosh, the devil's taking over these children who can't wake up, and maybe it has something to do with these girls, and maybe they were in the woods and did something. And then when Winona's like mad at the the one girl and like shaking her in her bed and then that girl tries to jump out the window and Winona's pulling her back I'm like fully on side with Winona at that point and then when I think it's like when she blames Tituba the yeah, like yeah. black maid for like being she a witch or whatever corruptions that's what she says yeah, yeah. then I'm yeah. like nope not on your side anymore that's yeah. Desiree throwing her under the bus and Desiree was just Desiree's like, uh, plays Tituba oh there we go <laughs> Yeah, so once she blames her, I'm like, nope, I don't like Winona anymore. That's really where it changes. Yeah, when she Um, goes from being, like, one of the group to, like, the main accuser in the group. Yeah, yeah. Dunzo. But at least Tichuba then said, like, yes, I'm also taken over by the devil like all these girls. Then that, like, saved her. Saved her, yeah. Yeah. She got to go. And that kept happening. It's just, like, a series of, like, girls being blamed and then them saying, yes, I see the devil up there, too. And then, oh, it's so creepy when they're in the... Uh, court and they're all like, I can see. Was it Mary or something? The one, the maid that was coming to yeah, say they're yeah. all lying. And then they're like, she's up there. And then they're just like repeating everything she says as if yeah. they see her in the sky. Oh, that is so creepy. And it's so creepy when they all fainted at the yeah. same time. Uh-huh. And then uh, Mary trying to faint. I like know. They're like, you know, you can do it if it was fake. You're faking you can it. Do it. And yeah. she, she's like, I, I can't do it now. Yeah, she needs the chaos yeah. and the like to be caught up in the yeah, whole. caught up with everybody. The hysteria. Exactly. Yeah. The mass hysteria. Uh, yeah, it's super creepy. So you said you had lots of conversations about how this is like reflective of things that are happening now when you were watching it. <laughs> You're like, let me check my that? notes. Me. I mean, I don't know that I have, like, specifics. I think it's just sort of, like, all the, like, the lies that people are willing to, like, perpetuate and believe 
for their own a lot of gain. Fake, a lot of fake news in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, wh- when was the play written? Was this 53. around the time of like, okay, so this is like McCarthyism. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's yeah. It, totally what it's about. Yeah. Um, though framed in the Salem. Yeah. Witch I mean, because our times. Supreme leader is tweeting about, you know, witchcraft and witch hunts and mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but they're using witch hunt in a like cuz this is real. Oh, like yes. this is real. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. Oh, we know. <laughs> I know. Wait, I know you know. I know you know. <laughs> Did you know um, that like it took hundreds of years for I think the state of Massachusetts to say, "Hey, by the way, that whole thing we were wrong." Oh my wow. god. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, people aren't willing to admit. Like, even in this movie, they're like, they know that, okay, these girls are probably lying. We just need everybody that we've accused to just admit it, and then we won't kill them. We'll just, like, send them away. They're just so stuck in, like, having to... Because we can't be wrong. The system. Yeah, they can't be wrong. larger infrastructure. That's the issue. And also, like, the language. Like, they're also trapped in this very, like, religious, dogmatic language to express themselves which I think also is tough. And that's why these girls, like, in the beginning, like, um, met and were able to, like, have this, like, wild primal freedom for just a moment Mm -hmm. and express their, like, inner desires that had nothing to do with religion. Right. Or pretending. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we see it now, too, even in the courts. Like, there's prosecutors who aren't willing to admit that they're wrong, even when it's, like, shown that they're wrong. And then they, you know, I forget what the name of the plea, Alfred plea or something like that. It's whatever the West Memphis Three had to plea. Basically, they pled that they did it, mm-hmm. but that they're maintaining their innocence. And then they let them go. And that was the only way that they could get out. And it's just like... Why would you want, like, people don't want, like, in this movie, they don't want to admit they did something they didn't do, so they end up being hanged, hung, whatever. Hanged. Hanged, yeah. Um, And that's still happening. I mean, people have to admit to doing things that they didn't, that's what what I said. Chris confirmed it. Lindsay, so smart. Oh, I know a lot about the West Memphis Three. I've watched all the documentaries. Oh, also, I love the scene where um, they bring in the experts and the town, ta- and it's being announced to the town. And um, they say at first, "Well, we're bringing in this guy," and you know. He did um, confirm that there may have been some witchcraft, but then it was all resolved and it, there was no rich, witch. And the town, the town's like, oh, OK. And then he paused and he's like, but maybe here we'll find something. And it's like a Jerry Springer style audience suddenly. And everyone's cheering and so excited for a bloodbath. Um, and I thought that was also very like of our time, but also mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. 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 Oh, so creepy. I so yeah I don't know like I, I feel like Rekka <clears throat> you you weren't excited to watch this movie again and I I really liked really? it but maybe because I hadn't seen, seen it, it before. before yeah I mean I've seen it so many times and but I haven't seen it in recent like recently probably not in the last ten years or something mm-hmm. um, but I just feel like the way it's told is too much of a history lesson and less right. exciting of a film like it was just like. Okay, when is it? like okay, we get we get each court scene like I don't know. It was just it just drawn out a little too much. And my problem with it, I was saying this when we were watching it, was it doesn't really feel cinematic. It feels like a play. Like there's not a lot of yeah. stuff yeah, that's going on with exactly. the camera or the way that it looks yeah. to have any kind of excitement at all. Like True. there's not really many close ups. 
You know, there's not a lot of dynamic camera movements. Yeah, like John Proctor has this monologue, and I was like, this is when the lights would fade. (laughs) And I was like, I can just see it happening. It was uh, really theatrical. Yeah, I think the only close-ups were when they were inspecting the little girl for, like, signs of witchcraft or the devil. And then the other, like, very cinematic shot was when Winona's first walking out into the town, and it's sort of this this little, like... um, uh, like, you know, grand town shot where you see the the water and you see all the townsfolk. But besides that, yeah, I agree. It's very much shot like a play. Mm-hmm. I think there's one camera shot in the courtroom where, like, the camera, like, zooms back really fast, like, when she's, like, having, like, yes. a like a fit or whatever, the, the, the devil's right. possessing her. Oh, I see. And they're like, oh, something's happening here. But other than that, it just feels like they could be in front of, like, a, a painted backdrop of a building and just right. having a conversation or something, yeah. which... You know, if you know the story and you've read it or you've seen it before, there's not a lot here to keep you invested because you know that a bunch of girls are lying, a bunch of people, men and women, are going to get killed for it, and that's, you know, yeah, it. I feel like there's a Terrence Malick-ish like, moment in it where um, uh, Daniel Day-Lewis is speaking to his wife and they're, like, standing, I don't know if they're by the water or, like, by a field or something, mm-hmm. and there's kind of a wide shot of them, like, kind of off-centered in the shot, and that that felt cinematic too but yes otherwise i agree i i do like a play turned movie though i don't like books turned movie as much but mm-hmm. like i lo- kind of like it where i can feel the play happening okay, okay. On, on screen have you seen this movie it has nothing to do with monona but have you seen the movie sparrows dance no it's this movie that i had no idea what it was and it like blew me away and it's basically a play just two people in this apartment sort of. And at one point they're dancing, they even like zoom out, like you could sort of see the set. And like, it just feels like it felt more like that was a conscious decision. Like here it's like, we're going to make a movie, but it doesn't really, they don't like make allusions to the fact that it is a movie, you know, and it just sort of feels like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this is, this is a movie, but it's actually more like a play that, you know, right. I just felt like it could have done more or less. Like it sort of was in this weird middle ground where it's like, it tried to be a movie, but was more like, a don't know, you know, I hear that. I mean, yeah, there's definitely a lot of like moments that were that are not as exciting <laughs> to get to the exciting moments. But I feel like I really like all the Winona parts. Yeah. And she has a killer. She was really, really good in it. She's so good. Um, she had a killer know... monologue or a killer like, you know, diatribe or whatever, where she Which talks part? about let either of you breathe a word or the edge of a word about the other things. And I will come to you in the black of some terrible night. Oh, yeah. And I will bring a pointy reckoning that will shudder you. And you know, I can do it. I saw an Indian smash my dear parents' heads on the pillow next to mine. I've seen some reddish work done at night, and I can, and I can make you wish you had never seen the sun go down. You're like, oh my god, like yeah, this girl. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she is so scary. intense. Yes. I love her. This is that's a ten for me on the scale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so but yeah, that, that quote also made me think like a lot of these people probably have PTSD. Like just to mm. like come over, like cross the water to America, be able to like you know be in this totally different wild environment the pressure of this religion it's a lot yeah they've seen a lot of murder (laughs) yeah your your parents had their skulls bashed in there it is yeah yeah they've seen a lot of murder and they've done and some of them probably have murder yeah yeah, totally uh winona's accent is a little bit not great okay, <laughs> i think I it improves, improves towards the end yeah because it was i, it I was detected like, at the end a little bit of like some sort of new england thing okay because it was irish at the beginning yeah <laughs> and then it would like go english and then 
just yeah. go all all together. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes it's also very Boston. I just wanted to hear her say park the Pock the con, con um, I feel like half the Not voice actors say. had really good dialect coaches, and then the other had people had like dialect coaches just saying more Boston. Right. Yeah. Uh, when when Winona was slapped, it was a real slap. Ooh. The really? actor really hit her, and he she was so angry. I would- but. Then the scene where she had to slap the little girl, she really slapped the little girl. No, she did. No, she did. <laughs> she did. She did. And she was like, ah, uh, then I like, I, she's like, I, you know, I, first I was really angry at him. And then I realized, you know, sometimes you just get into the character. So she got really into the character and slapped that little girl. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a real thing. Wow. <laughs> That's intense. I wrote down when, I guess when uh, Winona is. What is her name again? Tituba or something like Tichuba, that? Tituba, yeah. Tituba. When she's when she's accusing her, I wrote down the quote. She said she's singing her damned Barbados songs. Oof. Yeah. That's mm. where I was like, nope, nope. No, no. No, 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 I'm out. Yeah. That's yeah. They made her a villain in that moment. I think this movie was did a pretty good job of like making it clear that there were all different levels of like power and hierarchies. It wasn't just like, Oh, a bunch of women being oppressed and like these totally men. The women are like, doing were, the oppressing. There were levels within the women too, like, like Tichiba. And also like the kids had the, these like female children had like 0.0 rights as well. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. even when Nono was slapping that little girl, like, Real sad. Yeah, Winona really was laughing that little girl. <laughs> In real life as well, my God. Yeah. I think both times that we've had Winona with Daniel Day-Lewis, she's been this, like, conflicted character where we like her for a minute and then don't like her anymore. Like, in, uh, what is the other movie called? That she Age did? of Innocence. Age of Innocence. She, I mean, we liked her at first and felt like bad that he was falling in love with someone else, but then she just kind of like traps him for the rest of his life and you're feeling really, really shitty about that situation. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like, I think we called her a villain in that movie, even though she really isn't, but uh, she definitely is in this movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have either of you seen The Witch? Yeah, I mean, I definitely ago. thought about that in the first scene when they were at their This movie in sort the of woods. starts where that movie ends. Exactly. In a way. Oh. But the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, I just really want to be watching that. I know. Right I wanted oh. it to go more. Like, I would have loved Winona throughout the whole thing if yeah. it had gone more in the witch direction. Yeah. But obviously, this is a different story. Because um, I think there's a there's an interesting element if if it's not even the witch story, if it's this story, and you think that Winona is like innocent the entire time, and at the end. You realize that she's been the one like orchestrating like all these people dying. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. in the witch, sort of spoilers, I guess, but like there actually is witchcraft. Like, there's an actual witch that is like doing stuff, but you don't mm-hmm. really know that. But here, uh. it'd be kind of cool if Winona was this character who you think is like this sweet innocent girl that the town is like getting mad at because or, or or whatever that she's getting blamed for things. You're like, oh no, she didn't do it. And then it turns out at the end that like, she's been like behind the strings, like behind the scenes, like pulling the strings. Like I think that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. But here it's like very visible. Like her mm-hmm. motivations are very clear from the yeah. beginning, which is interesting on one level, but not deep enough to really sustain an entire story. I don't think like, I think you have to care more about John Proctor, but he doesn't get introduced for so long mm-hmm. that it's by that point, it's like her mood. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, it'd be nice to see more witchcraft shit. Like, yeah, hell yeah. And it just, you know, as opposed to just like the courtroom stuff, like just mix it up. 
I think also it would have been interesting to like see more of the inner lives of like the kids and other characters. I think I felt more for Winona because I knew her backstory. I knew the whole thing where she was, you know, trying to have some level of agency and she was like, you know, trying to get it with um, Daniel J. Lewis. Um, but the kids, to be perfectly frank, I just found annoying as hell. Yeah, they had no, there was no substance. To, there was nothing. There was no story about any anybody else of the any of the girls. Yeah, yeah. The, the kids at the beginning are just like manipulating things by like pretending to be knocked out or whatever yeah. and then saying like, I'm going to tell on all of you because you like spread blood on your face or whatever in the woods. And it like kind of starts all the hysteria in mm-hmm. a way. But it's cool to like have stuff. scenes of them talking more, you know, of just like how they're planning this or like, you know, yeah. there's scenes where Winona's like whispering, hey guys, we're going to go do this now. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of take back saying that she's a villain in this because I feel like this movie is really pitting like the good woman against the bad woman in the way, like by making us root for um, Daniel Day-Lewis's wife, like yeah. because she's like... That well, as they call her, the good wife Proctor or whatever, which is maybe right. where goody comes from. Yeah, I don't like know. She's, it's like you're the yeah, good wife. Yeah, it's like wife. villainizing Winona because she like, you know, isn't. Yeah, she slept with a married guy. Yeah, man. and like the guy did it yeah. too. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. The real villain here is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> the devil made all that of right. them do it. <laughs> Let's, let's just not forget that. Uh, yeah, well, let's not. Um, but yeah, I hate that. I hate rooting for the good woman versus yeah. the bad woman or whatever. And it's like, really, she's blaming all these people while it seems like she's loving it. That's, I think, the part that makes her feel like a villain because she's like, this is amazing. I can just manipulate all of this. And maybe yeah. she does yeah. get into it. At first, she she's does into it as the power survival. that she has. Like, and then yeah. she, yeah. Gets was, into the power. There was that one scene, like the whole time she's manipulating based on crowd work. This movie, if you want to know how to like work a crowd, this is the movie. <laughs> let me tell you. But like, there's that one scene near like the end where she's just privately meeting with the um, leaders, and they're like, "We're done with this. We don't care." Um, and it's real. And she, I think that's where she realizes, "Oh, my power was only through the manipulation of the crowd, and I can't. I'm not toe to toe with these men at all." I think it went to her head for sure. Mm-hmm. And then she has that whole escape plan. And yeah. boy, did she go off the rails. But I still no. rooted for her the whole time. Yeah. Whole often, time, well, okay. All the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. That's I was good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you're on board with her. When she like stabs you, herself and was like, still uh, on board. <laughs> Ooh, that was rough. What I was did they so call sad. the doll again? What was it? Uh, that weird word for doll. Oh, oh, that also resolved itself so quickly. Like they're boodle. like, oh, it wasn't boodle. It was like, <laughs> yeah. What did they call Do- it? Doll. They were like, we we found a poppet. 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 Yeah, yeah. We found this doll. How did doll this poppet come to be in our home? We found a doll with a pin, and the girl's like, oh no, I just left it there. Like, oh okay, that's and the like whole... right next yeah. to Winona. She saw it, and then yeah. she's like, nope. And they're like, well, she says nope. You must <laughs> yeah. be a witch. Clearly, <laughs> it's like what. Yeah, their uh, their court system was really interesting. <laughs> hmm. What other notes do I have about this? Oh, I have notes about the director. So the director is, is Nicholas Hinter, Hitner or something. Hitner, yeah. And he's a stage director, so he's mostly exclusively done uh, either plays or films based on plays. Well, there we go. <laughs> there it, so is. it all makes sense. There we go. Yeah, he did Miss Saigon. I was reading about him, oh, and it wow. was like he made all his money because Miss Saigon ran for like ten years straight, both in London and in New York. So like, all he's basically set for life and can just do whatever he feels That's like doing. That's what I'm saying. Now. You guys need one hit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and exactly. you're set. Yeah. 
We need a Miss Saigon. Which one will it be? <laughs> Which Winona adaptation? Winona Ryder be? is Miss Saigon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the helicopter in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> well, Roxy Carmichael, the musical? Oh my gosh. Here we go. Let's get to work. <laughs> oh, just recently, I think probably about a month ago, as this, maybe two months ago, because I'm behind on listening to that, but on Mike's podcast, Third Times a Charm, right mm-hmm. here on the Cage Club Podcast Network, he <laughs> mentioned Roxy Carmichael because he just did Godfather 3. They're talking about oh, Winona yeah. doing a couple things oh, back yeah. to back and having to drop out last minute. Right. But I was like, where did I just hear about Roxy Carmichael? But he was talking about that. So he's a little little shout out to a movie that mm. I had never heard of before this podcast. Right. Yeah, but yeah. that, you know, had influenced her directly, which I think you guys talked about on, like, in the Dracula episode, especially about how she didn't do that Dude, movie but, yeah. but uncle francis was like, is like you can, you can come hang out again yeah 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 uncle francis yeah hey man <laughs> uncle francis and domino it's a whole it's the whole cage club now domino. the whole universe oh domino is that sophia sophia oh uh, yes yes yeah. with her little buck teeth and like Rumblefish and right peggy sue i think maybe oh yeah because she plays what's her name who plays peggy sue oh she kathleen plays kathleen turner's sister, younger sister right? yeah 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 there you go oh in her dad's movies and also in godfather 3 in the yeah. winona role which yeah exactly is. which yeah legendarily no not good not great but also not <laughs> terrible like, yeah you know i watched all the hindsight scenes, it's not, not so not bad, bad, bad like i mean she's not good but in terms yeah, of like, like winona the, would have obviously been better because well, yeah. winona's an actress but it's also like it's not, it's not like a huge part like it, it would have no. been no. yeah it would have been a, a weird, little weird small she part was established by the time right by like yeah. 90 like mm-hmm. people knew her so but she was still doing kind of like smaller like supporting roles at that time i think she was jumping back and forth yeah i think so because like house of the spirits came around that time too and right yeah she's there was all small yeah she was here and there interesting would have been good though to have her in that plus you guys could talk could have talked about it on this podcast it would have been great mm-hmm. but mike talked about so it many Brian, crossovers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have more thoughts I think yeah I'm, i think i'm out of thoughts what do you got you got some notes oh me um oh just real quick about those kids uh-huh. and how annoying they were um, there was a part where there was a part where they they started repeating whatever um mary? it was the courtroom scene mary yeah mary was repeating yeah. her and i don't have siblings so i was just i don't have siblings either. really yeah. i was so frustrated by that scene oh yeah. it's like stop repeating me stop repeating me. yeah I, I wanted to heighten and for them to like lightly like smack her again and just be like you're hitting yourself you're hitting yourself <laughs> stop hitting yourself <laughs> yeah that was i mean that was super frustrating like looking back on it now i'm like that was so intense and amazing but yeah. like watching it you're just like i just want somebody to like believe the true things and like do something logical but it's just not gonna happen yeah it's a lot of work to watch it because it like, is a lot of work if, especially if you know what's gonna happen it's just like oh no this is not gonna end well yeah no yeah it does not end well but it ends okay for winona right like she's oh, kind yeah, of yeah, she, she just, hightails it she yeah. stole <laughs> all her uncle's money and got <laughs> yeah. out of town she gets a happy ending so what, the, the moral of she the story doesn't, though because she wanted daniel day lewis to go with her but i mean she, she's not happy she's not happy she's, she's alive leaving. she's, she's yes. loaded she's sure sure but she she really seemed to still believe that she could just like get yeah, she daniel went to the day prison lewis that out. morning she's like hey i got some money what do you think and she's, we'll, we'll leave town while your wife gets murdered yeah like with her baby like yeah. The wife who never lies until it's on the stand and then I she know. lies. I was so oh, frustrated by that. Too. She never lies. Damn it. She just did. To, well, that was like a fair, like protecting my husband kind of lie, but it was just sad. Because, yeah, 
for anybody listening to this that has not watched the movie, he admits that he had an affair with Winona and they basically bring his I have his known wife. her. I have known her, yes. Known Winona. <laughs> he brings, they bring the good, good wife Proctor back to in, in the rain. I'm like, is she going to die from this? Like, this is nuts. They bring her back and then question her when nobody can look at her to, like, influence mm-hmm. what she says. And then she says no, that he didn't cheat. And then they're like, like, well, put him to death then. Yep. The most dangerous thing in this movie of all, New England weather. Yeah. I feel like it. I feel like it could have killed some of those people in that time, like when medicine wasn't so great. <laughs> and yeah. when they're just like in a cattle she's car. She's pregnant in like, yeah, yeah, exactly. all look so dirty just, in the film. They're all covered yeah. in dirt. And it's yeah. just. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just have like, I think because I have a lot of feelings about it and because I liked Winona in it that I feel like I liked the movie. But. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a great movie. So now, Rick, I have a question for you about this and sort of about Winona's movies in general. It feels mm-hmm. like that you've seen, I know you've seen all of them. It seems like you've seen a bunch of them a lot of times, yeah. much more than Lindsay. Now that Oh, God, more. I haven't seen probably most of the ones coming out. No, like, there's, you know, <laughs> Mike's always seen, like, when we do the podcast, like, Cage or Keanu, he's always seen more than me, but then by the, by the end, we've all seen them all. But, like, right. now that you've, like, for movies like this that you don't necessarily love, mm-hmm. now that you've seen it again and you've sort of talked about it and you've sort of made your peace with the movie, like, are you ever going to watch, like, this movie again or are you sort of done with this? Uh, who knows? Who, time, <laughs> only time Who's will tell. Say? Who's to say? Um, maybe in ten years I'll be like, what, "What's that movie like again?" You know, like yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. So maybe You've got a lot of life. Maybe left. I'll explore the <laughs> filmography again. It's like you know, watching a series of a TV show that you like a lot. You mm-hmm. know, it's like I've watched the Buffy ser- you know series like three or four times, and it's a yeah. lot of episodes. Yeah, I'm. You know, and I give it some years, give it some time, yeah. and then I go back to it, or revisit, because yeah. it's very exciting. It is exciting. So, I agree. As I exciting know. as The Crucible? Not as exciting as The Crucible. But, Not you know, as exciting as that. You like... I like Buffy better, better than... Better than... Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> so more yeah. exciting. Do you have, like, a Winona movie? This is both for both of you, I guess. Um, that's, like, a comfort movie. Like, you'll watch a... Little Women. Well, Little Woman. Yeah. I yeah, watch man. it every Christmas. It's like... Ooh. Oh, yeah. I even... I actually I was looking back to see whatever when i watched it it was actually christmas eve i watched it and i posted something in my stories or something but yeah uh every christmas that's the comfort one for sure i don't have a winona comfort one i don't think i think it's going to be destination wedding very soon maybe <laughs> i don't know they're both like very grumpy people is that going to be comforting oh, or are they so, going to be like intolerable together. people <laughs> don't forget they were married mm, yeah they are married, <laughs> they are married. No, but by the time this episode comes out, we should have the Keanu Club episode of Destination Wedding up that you won't get to for a while you in this hope. show. Yeah. But hopefully, maybe, fingers crossed. Fingers we'll crossed that the Canadians can watch Destination Wedding. If not, we can, we'll can. we figure out a way for you guys to get your hands on it. Mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. a problem. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe, Moon, um, not Moonstruck. Moonstruck's my comfort movie oh, yeah. in general, but I think like maybe Mermaids. <laughs> oh, yeah. The true. other Cher movie. Mm-hmm. So Cher's just Cher like Cher is my food. comfort. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I love Moonstruck too. I think that's my comfort. Rekka, we gotta get Rekka watching Moonstruck. You haven't watched it, have you? No, I did watch it. Oh, you did? Uh, Meeps oh. has it on DVD. Did she? Did you watch it after watching Mermaids? Because I remember yeah, Meeps yeah. saying, "Oh, I'm gonna get her to watch Moonstruck." I watched it. And what were your feelings? I liked it. Oh, good. Yeah, that's nice. I like Cher. I just did a share. <laughs> I'll just do a visual share. <laughs> visual share. Yeah. But what do you think of? Nicholas Cage in the movie. Oh, he's a solid fellow. 
I oh, lost that's my hair. I, I lost my wife. There it is. It's my bride. <laughs> my bride. No. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, oh. Whoa, this is whoa, like whoa. when we did Do the Little Women. Do not misquote it with me, no, Lindsay, no, in the fine. room. <laughs> but like when we were doing Little Women, and I'd be like, "This is the paraphrase of what they said," and then Rekka's like, "Actually, the the <laughs> the line is this." <laughs> It's just how it is. How we, many yeah. movies do you think you have memorized? Oh, Reality Bites, Little Woman, um, Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, here and there. I think those three. Girl Interrupted, yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit. I'm, see, I'm excited to get to that one because that is one that I have seen. <laughs> I, saw, oh, well, I think there's yeah. maybe only like two or three more that I've actually seen. Well, yeah, have you seen the? You saw. Pippa Lee with us for Kiana, that's didn't you? That's true. That's so. For I can Kiana's think of three, tattoo. so there's probably more. Have you seen Scanner Darkly also with Kiana? No, I have not. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen <laughs> I mean, Rekka's going to say yes to all of it. There's. there's I think there's is there one. Seen? I think there's one on Netflix I haven't seen, and I don't know why I haven't seen it. Or I think I've tried to. It's like some romantic comedy with some guy. Ooh. She did it in like maybe 2007. I have no idea what it's called. Mm. Something. Something. I don't know. It doesn't look very exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's why you haven't seen it. I mean, there's Nicolas Cage movies that, that are newer that I haven't seen yeah. because I'm just like, After, like, I've written the book. I don't have to watch these sequel, movies. Sequel. I'm not mandated to watch them. Book of Secrets, Nicolas Cage. Sequel to your book. Oh, right. Like Sex and Death like, 101. I've that movie. No, but you've got the sequel yeah, yeah, to yeah, your yeah. book. Yeah. Right. Sex and Death 101 you've only seen once, right? Uh, no, I've seen it maybe a couple times, okay. but it's not... It's, You're not looking it's forward a difficult to getting one. to that yeah. one. Yeah. It's a difficult one. Well, I mean, as we're wrapping up Charlize, which I think by the time this comes out, we will be done with all of her movies. Like, we were like... Charlize was a rough journey for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And because she's in... Like, when we were picking her, we're like, oh, Mad Max, Atomic Blonde, you know, all these movies we love. And then, like, basically everything we hadn't heard of is kind of awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and, like, we haven't seen for a reason, but we're like, okay, we're in modern day... No more surprises. We saw the last face, which just came out as we're recording this, and it is atrocious. <laughs> it is so bad. Uh, oh, it's a dear. Sean Penn movie where she and I want to say, oh Javier Bardem go like around the world, to, like save Ooh. people in like third world countries. But like it's like using the backdrop of like war torn Africa for like a love story. It's like oh this feels wrong on a whole bunch of levels. Oh dear. So here's a little tip for you. Even if you think you're in the clear for Winona, there might be some uh, real murky gems to oh, yeah. to weigh mm-hmm. you down at the end. Well, I mean, we're coming up to Celebrity, the Woody Allen Ugh. movie, so that's yeah. that's the one I think we're all dreading the most. Charlize is great in that for her, like, three minutes on screen, but the rest of that movie is pretty insufferable. It's not even the movie. It's the fact that we have to, to watch, watch a Woody, Woody Allen, Allen movie. movie. <laughs> we had to do two of them for Charlize, because she was right. in that one, and she was oh, also God. in, uh, I don't even remember the name of the other movie, but it's like a period piece where he plays a detective who, like, Charlize is, like, in love with him. Like, how are you writing movies for women just to be in love with you and like have sex with oh, you. Oh, I mean, what do you mean? That's, that's his whole career. That's, Get that. that's his career. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're coming close. What are your favorite Winona movies? Um, I think my comfort Winona is Beetlejuice. I yes, was just talking to Joey about... super... Yeah. In yeah. my old age, I just want to make one of those tiny little towns. The one that's in the, the model, the yeah, model. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. Want, I just want to do just that. Play with it, yeah. Just play with it. <laughs> just play with it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah, that's my comfort. Hey, are don't... you looking at Prime DB? Looking to see what I've seen. <laughs> um, I didn't also come prepared. Love, um, what's the one you're doing next? Um, boys? boys? No, oh, no, no, boys no. is before oh. this one. <laughs> we just haven't actually. Alien recorded Resurrection. It yet. Girl Interrupted is great. Oh, yeah, that's coming I'm, up. Yeah. I'm into it. And isn't is Angelina Jolie in that? She is. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that because I think I've watched it once and I remember liking it, but like I I have almost no memory of it now. It's a book too, right? I know, I'm super excited. Is it a book too? Yeah, it was based on the memoir by Susanna Everything she does is based on a book, but no, I'm fine with this one. (laughs) Because it's modern, like there's something different about like adapting like classics or something versus this. Are you going to do Show Me a Hero? the HBO miniseries from a couple years ago with Oscar Isaac. Sure. It's really good. We will do everything Everything we can access to watch. We will do. That's pretty. She's been in some shorts, which I'm also like, we're going to, I guess, try to do those. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see if we can find them. I'm just trying to see here what I've seen that I really like of hers. I think I like all of her movies. I've pretty much just seen like once. Like I haven't seen a lot of like people do so. I've only seen them once or twice. I'm like the, I'm like the anti-Rekka in that I've seen things <laughs> kind of once. Heather yeah. saw once or twice. Edward Scissorhands I saw once or twice. But yeah. So what's your favorite of them? You don't know? I don't know. That's okay. Uh, maybe maybe <laughs> Edward or maybe no, probably Heather's. I think probably Heather's. Heather's. Yeah, yeah, I'd pick that over Edward Scissorhands for sure. I don't think had Edward Scissorhands was like strong for us when we rewatched no. it. We were kind of like it. We it's a good movie and whatever, but it's just yeah. not like holding up as one of our faves. Sure. There's movies that I've seen that I don't remember her in at all. Like I don't remember her in Black Swan or yeah, I don't really either. Oh, I do. Of course, though you watched it with her like in your life. I went to the premiere of it at TIFF, but we'll get to that. Yeah, there, there's a movie called Homefront. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about all of them. Yeah, Homefront is on Netflix, which I have not seen. So but... I remember James Franco playing an absolute like psychopath in that movie, and like nothing else. It's a Jason Statham, James Franco movie, which like sounds you right up my alley. I've not seen it. <gasps> that's the ne- that's on Netflix. Is that the one you were talking about? Maybe? No, no. Oh my gosh, there's Experimenter more than is one. really good. I saw that. I like that a lot. Good. I don't know if it's like a real, it's not like an easy watch, but it's like, no. a, the, I think I'm really familiar with her most recent stuff. Experimenters about the, uh, uh, the Milgram experiments. Cool. Which is, you know, super good, but yeah. Sweet. Well, thanks for, uh, you know, I mean, you didn't come in out of town for this, but it was nice of you oh, to drop did. by. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Did. <laughs> okay. Thank you for having us. <laughs> No problem. Um, so what's our next movie? I guess it's Alien Resurrection. Oh, yeah. From this order. <laughs> Alien cool. Resurrection is next. Well, we'll be Woo-hoo. back for Alien Resurrection, probably with another special guest. Ooh. It'll be a good time. I'm so excited to be you know, in the studio. I guess you've had a couple phone guests recently. I know, mm-hmm. which we, was unexpected. We and, like both, both of them yeah. live in Toronto. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know we could do it. Now we know we can. So we'll probably have the biographer. Um, I almost said Nicholas Cage's biographer. Nope, Winona Ryder's biographer. <laughs> we'll be on. He lives in England, so we Ooh. have to figure that one out. Mm-hmm. But uh, that'll happen. That'll, that's coming up. At some point. Sometime soon. Super cool. Cool. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Have fun in Toronto. Enjoy the poutine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And see everybody when we talk about Alien Resurrection. Bye. 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 Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekatul Saran. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.